That's such so bad for your back. How do you how do you survive that? Dude, my back is my back's never gonna be a thing. Brunch, hit it, boys. recording it's monday and people are pissed monday episode what are they pissed about that it's a monday episode i don't know maybe they're i don't know i think that they're pretty cool i think they're uh they're pretty cool forgiving understanding i think once we said i didn't know this but once we were like hey it's gonna have to be a weekend episode i bet they thought all right maybe it's a monday episode maybe they announced that it was gonna be a weekend episode did we say that i fired out a tweet and i said uh due to the three t's we're gonna have to do a weekend episode timing uh technical difficulties both of which were real issues mm-hmm. and shitty nhl gifts. <laughs> fair enough yeah we uh, we tried we tried to do a late week episode uh we tried to do our first in-person episode in a yeah. while so i was excited about that i was very excited to say hey guess what big big episode for uh for the listeners we're not doing we're not doing the zoom anymore yeah, we're, uh, we're back to being in person, and we were in person for a little bit. We yeah. broke the bubble. We broke the yeah. bubble. We uh, we infiltrated each other's bubble, but yeah. we didn't get to actually record an episode. So That's kind of cool, it. though. We had, so we we just hung out and didn't do brunch right. stuff. Yeah, I didn't. No regrets. Like I wasn't like, oh fuck, we didn't record an episode. This was not worth breaking the bubble. I was like, it was great to see Deej. Yeah, we've. Uh, I I always cherish those moments that. I, when when we when we hang out and we do shit together, we know that like we kind of got to watch our back because it's it's content one way or another. Yeah, like it's going to we're going to end up talking about whatever we did. So it's kind of like it's kind of business, but like those those moments, those times we've probably had like about a hundred of them by now, where it's like we are purely not doing brunch <laughs> yeah. stuff right now pretty cool it's pretty like cool. Be, it's it's honestly like being in a relationship with like i would imagine like an instagram person where it's like if you do something and it doesn't end up on instagram it feels pretty good yeah because there are like those instagram boyfriends or instagram girlfriends where like you see them and you're like well they're documenting everything and yeah. when they don't it, it probably feels nice not to do that well not to peek behind the the curtain too much but uh i i live by a uh no instagram rule really like like completely no i mean i use instagram and stuff i'm saying with like with with don't put it on instagram with real life sort of stuff like if we're if we're going out and doing something personal life yes so personal life stuff it's just it's understood this is not a photo opportunity this is uh if you'd like, I can take a picture of you and you can say, hey, I went out and did this thing, but I wasn't fucking there. Got it? I was. I, I live basically essentially by the same. You, yeah, sometimes, you, you, sometimes you break it, but essentially I, I agree with that. You have a, like a, a light one, which is right. cool. I think like devotees of Pete. They know. know of Ellen. They, yeah, right. And yeah. devotees of, of Pete from then knowing of Ellen become fans of Ellen. And right. then like, Ellen, there's kind of like a slippery slope there. Like, it's I feel like, like, if you want to, if you want to put in the effort to search yeah. for Ellen and, and, and go there, you'll find it, go for it. 
Yeah. But I don't, I, I, I like to have a separation. Do you wish Ellen were less cool? So once people found out about Ellen, they wouldn't care. Maybe it's a I'm, tough question because yeah. I think Ellen thinks that she's cooler than she is. Ellen's super cool. She is very cool. I'm a huge Ellen fan, but what I'm saying is if somebody like, if somebody follows you on Instagram or whatever, Twitter, whatever, and they like come across Ellen, it's tough to then not also have like Ellen be part of it. Like they're going to, if someone finds out about Ellen, they're going to become a fan of Ellen. Well, no, that doesn't bother me at all. That, that I think things that aren't often said in 2020, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Ellen is, uh, is stonks down, (laughs) stonks down on Ellen. Uh, no, I think, I think that's like a, that's, uh, I think that's part of like, uh, I don't want to say it's like part of why I like Ellen, but like it, I liked Ellen partially because of that. When I saw what she was doing online and stuff, she she's cool. She's a right. cool person. I, th- I think that, yeah, you'd, you'd have to be wired differently to be like weirded out by that, which I mean, I, I I'm, I'm weirded out by, by stuff like that. She, uh, uh, Rachel, our friend, Rachel, mm-hmm. uh, Stanislaus's girlfriend. Oh yeah. She loves Ellen and we all love Rachel. Yes. And it's all like a shared thing. And we were talking on, on Twitch the other day where I'm trying to get Ellen onto Twitch to do her own thing for like, uh, I want her to do like Bravo commentary for all the Bravo shows that she watches. And Rachel was like, I would for sure watch that. And I know that Rachel's found out about Ellen from brunch and all this. So like, I I think like if I can lend that to Ellen, she can grab onto it and make something of it herself. Yeah. Which is cool. My, so I, I don't want to f- that to sound like I was uh, saying anything. I wasn't, I don't mean like, are you worried? Like people are going to like know who I, I guess that is what I like. People are going to like know who your girlfriend is and stuff like that. You don't know. It doesn't bother like me. Yeah. yeah. It only bothers me if like people turn it into like a weird thing, which is why I don't love putting it on social media because I know there are people that follow me on social media that will make it into a weird thing. Right. I'm going to, from now on, like all my tweets to you are just also going to be at Alan. <laughs> I have friends like that where like, if I'm going to text them, I'll just text their, like bo- both them and their husband or wife or whatever. <laughs> and just be like, Hey, just throwing this out to both of you guys, whatever. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are in a television, but I've been watching the shy. You guys watch that. And then there's like double the chance. Somebody's going to answer. Yeah, no, I, uh, I think I like where it is right now, where it's like the people who care enough about brunch yeah. will will search it out and be nice to Ellen. Should we be uh, sh- should we be promoting Ellen more like Jeff and Jeff less like Jeff? No, I, I'm a, I'm against promoting Jeff less in That's any true. situation. That's true because Jeff promotes us unprompted. Jeff made a face mask. Uh, yes. A COVID nineteen face mask with, like, I guess he wasn't really promoting brunch. He promoted himself sure. by taking brunches art of. Jeff. It only had his face and name <laughs> yeah. all over it. There's no part of brunch that's promoted, but he took the brunch artwork of Jeff and he made it a face mask, which in turn promotes brunch. Yeah, I Jeff love is Jeff just, so much. Yeah, Jeff's just a. He's such a good dude, but also just such a good brand. I've yeah. just, I, 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 can't, I can't put it into words. It's right. So like the thing is what he's got like Jeff and uh, our guy, Ryan, if they want to promote themselves, 
Like, I'm 100% for it because they're the best people ever. And they've helped us with the podcast. And they just, like, (laughs) they just do stuff as good people that I'm like, yo, just just follow the Jeff brand. Follow the, the Rye Guy brand. Oh, my God. That reminds me. So I have to do, like, a minor art project for somebody. And I'm not very good at art. And I don't know why, until you just said it, I hadn't thought of, like, yo, I should just have Ryan hold my hand through it. Yeah. Ryan's. Yeah. I was going to suggest that to you because I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I assume that you didn't want to because you don't want to, like, we, we, like, burden sort of, people. We, we sort of bur- burden Ryan to begin with. Yeah. With, like the podcast because he mm. does all our merch. And like he's the nicest person in the world, and I Helps feel like any question with website, whatever, yeah. like he solves it. He's like an like not only does he uh, do our merch stuff, he's like our IT guy. Yeah, and he does my Twitch stuff. stuff. Yeah, he does my Twitch stuff. I feel guilty as hell whenever I ask him to do anything because he like he does us. He's a million favors deep. Yeah, with us. So I was gonna say that because he does such good work. And I'm sure that he would be interested in helping you and like adding to his portfolio. But like, I still think that he would do it because he loves, he has the passion for helping us. Yes, that is true. Also follow him because uh, I've been friends with Ryan for like two years now. And I didn't realize that he had a graphic design Instagram and his graphic design. Yes. And his graphic design Instagram is fucking unbelievable. So it's a, at Ryan Laugh, L-A-F, Ryan Laugh. Shoot. And that's it. And he's got 7.3 thousand followers. Really? On the Instagram, yeah. Which is like almost as much as I have for my personal page. So he's doing a lot of things right. Like he is crushing it with his work. Oh my God, and look at his, look at his headshot. Right, it's unbelievable. Like it is the perfect. He has uh, such a good brand for like uh, graphic design. It's unbelievable. Yo, I'm for sure gonna ask for his help. You should. That's what. I'm, that's what I was gonna say. Like you should. He's so good at that shit. He's the best. Who else in our lives uh, in the brunch world have we not t- spoken about? So we've spoken kind of at length about Ellen. Our Ellen stonk up. I was thinking once we got like four minutes into Ellen talk, we, I used to do this back in the day. If we'd get on like a little thing and we'd be talking about something early in an episode. Let's make the episode about Ellen. <laughs> I'd be like, in my mind, I'd be like, what way can we stretch this to do the entire... And we, I, I can't think of examples, but I think that we've done like... Yeah, actually, I don't sure. think we've ever done a whole episode on just one thing because we can't focus enough. But generally like, hey, we'll, we'll hit you with like 30 minutes of Ellen talk right. out the gate. We're not yeah, done. I mean, we've done actually. episodes on on one thing. We've for sure we've but we have to like make a conscious decision to do that. Sure. Like Paddington, mm-hmm. uh Love Actually. Yep. Various things. But uh there are definitely like out of the gate, we've got a stride. Let's yeah. milk this for all it's worth. Yeah. We've also um let's say now yeah, now I kinda wanna stay stay on Ellen. I kind of want to. I kind of want to just like make this the brunch promotional episode where we like we talk about we, what brunch does, or no, or hey, we just like we uh, we talk up the stonks of people that we care about. Oh, that's cool. Um, let me think. I mean, I Jeff's can't... gonna be a dad very Jeff's soon. Gonna, yeah, 
And I think that we've given him pretty good training. Right? I don't know. He's from I mean, like the- keeps an eye on us. I remember what I, I was, I was uh, young, kind of at a, yeah, sort of at like a life or career crossroads or whatever. And he was just a cool guy I knew. And uh, we would text or whatever. Or I don't know if we would DM whatever it was. Probably text. I'm, I'm not a DMer, but uh, he chose, he chose life over career. You think so? I think, I mean, like, because he, he was in news. He was, oh, yes, yes, he worked yes. in Fox 25. Yeah. And he was like, I, I don't need to do this. And he took a, a comfier job, I think. I think that's oh, what so, happened. So that's what it was. I was, uh, I was at EEI too long. Uh, and I just kind of didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, I couldn't tell, like, is it that I don't, didn't love EEI or that like, you don't I didn't the like, career. like the career yeah. as much. And I was pretty sure I liked the career. Like I, I don't know. I don't want this to sound like I'm uh, shitting on anybody because really like I had some awesome bosses and coworkers at EI, but I was uh, like, like a lot of people. Um, I think I was at kind of that quarter life crisis. I was maybe like 24, 23 years old, something like that. And a couple of years, I don't know, like three, four years into doing something for the first time in your life, other than like, four years of middle school, four years, high school, four years of college, you know, like once you start to get deep into the, like, once you get to year four, year five, whatever it may be, your, your body is suddenly doing something that it has never done before. So at least for me, I got this like fear that, okay, like I'm already, like I'm building my casket here. Like I'm Mm -hmm. already in the last part of my life. So the, uh, the old, um, gilded cage. Is that what that means? Gilded Cage is like him singing about like that he feels like he's just wasting his life. Oh shoot! And he wants to set himself free. Whoa! There's a, goes, there's a there's a there's a line in that song that. that he's like people work themselves to afford oh, the, yeah. the greatest oh, casket. So the uh, people work just like a slave, uh, all for the. I'm gonna the, look it up right the now. The finest casket that they make. I should know every word. The finest song. casket they that they make or something like that. Yeah. But I say, who wants to live if you're going to go... Or who wants to... Something if you're going to live that way? Yeah, live right. That way? Something like that, yeah, yeah, that, I, I, That's bad. I should know every word to that song. He I know, should I'm, also I'm, play I'm, that I'm, song live. Yeah, like it sh- I'm, I'm even looking it up right now, and it's hard to find the lyrics to it. Uh, oh, everybody works just like a slave. Uh, fill the softest coffin that they made. But I say, why bother coming if you got to leave that way? That is some Father John Misty energy. That's what I'm saying. I even be alive if you got to die. Yeah, that is some like two hour mind fuck. (laughs) That's such a good. That's such a like. That's the way I live my life. Apparently, yeah. But uh, so I guess before we move on to promoting Father John Misty, Mm -hmm. I'll wrap up that thought on Jeff, which is um, I was kind of like a, a, a. a, a confused young person and I was like and I just like got coffee with Jeff and talked about life and I forget where it was it was somewhere in Boston and it was just such a cool time and that was like before Jeff and I were like thoroughly boys but I was like this is just a person I like whose perspective I really really dig and appreciate and that's cool uh, yeah Jeff's the best. so I think that does uh maybe 
get his kids going to be coming to him with stuff like that. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, like, I would go to Jeff with stuff like that. I would also go to you with stuff like that at that at this point because I feel like yeah. you are sort of in enough deep enough into your personal sort of journey that I would feel yeah. comfortable with it. Uh, I mean, like, we had sort of this conversation. We did the Twitch stream uh, like last Friday, I think it was. Um, yeah. I don't know. It seems last like Saturday. A, last Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Saturday night. I mean, we we went into stuff that we don't usually do on the podcast, like personal stuff. And I, I think I said, like, I was, I said that if I if I lost my job or something happened to so where be, like, I am right now, to, like, I, I would be what like something else. I would be fine that. with like finding a nine to five if if it like met the criteria of what I'm living at right now. Mm-hmm. And it was a nine to five. I'd be totally fine with leaving sports because like sports would still be a big part of my life. I'd be able to enjoy them in a different way in like a more casual, like fan sort of way. And I would work a nine to five schedule. That seems like it would be appealing to me. Yeah. I think that if there were ever like that big a life change for me, I do envision myself at some point, uh, <laughs> just like maybe it's I'm fantasizing, but just like being off the grid yeah, and like I mean, like yeah. like leaving phones behind mm-hmm. and shit like that. But I don't know if it's necessarily like I don't know. Like I I thoroughly I know you do too. Like I do I, too for sure. I, I like thoroughly love what I do, and I'm I'm so glad that I get to do it. I was texting with uh with our friend Jared Carabas today, mm-hmm. and um he's somebody that makes me think um as are like you as are a bunch of people that like you can like sort of carve out your thing that you love and do it like what you do is not traditional you have a traditional job you're like sports writer who does tv and should i do it in my own way and i don't think if i totally i think if i didn't do it in my own way i'd be sick of it by now or i would like i would not like it and i would just do something else i've always said like i've literally always said if i wasn't enjoying what i did or or if like doing what i did made me enjoy sports less yeah do it because sports are so important to me in my life like the experience of just being able to watch sports and enjoy them. If I couldn't do that, I wouldn't do it. I would work a nine to five. I don't care. Dude, I've been, and what I like about the way that like you, Jared do a lot of people are like, there's become this like trend the last 10 years of sports writers who are like, yeah, I'm a fan. Mm -hmm. So what? And there's, I don't know, maybe it's my read on it, but there's like an authentic way that that's presented. And then there's like this, I hate old curmudgeonly sports writers. So I'm going to stick it to them by like being this or whatever. And that I think does nobody any good because then you're not actually being, you're, you're just being the opposite of something instead of actually being something. I think that like, you're the first example I could think of. And I remember like talking to friends who were sports writers about this. Like I was like, I, I don't know. He knows like that it's going to work. But like this is the way that he's that he's doing it, and it is yeah. literally different from everybody. Now I think that it's more common for people. It to definitely kind of, is. Like, um, oh well, I, I'm a fan I, I, too. I didn't know that it. it uh, I didn't know if it would work or not, but I did know that like I wasn't interested in doing the job if it meant that I couldn't be a fan. Like 
that's the thing for me. It's it's always been like if I had to pretend like I didn't care, then I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I I I think I had some of that early on where I was like, okay, you the uh, you were uh, a big Bruins fan growing up. You cover the Bruins now, and now like that fandom's gone. And legitimately, like I did not have like one ounce. I got it to the point where. It was. It wasn't even a struggle to like hold back my rooting for the fan. Like by the time I got the job, I'd been kind of training to be a sports writer for like three, four years or whatever. So I kind of built that. Like cynicism isn't the right word, but that sort of like expectation of like what box you're supposed to be in. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm. Well, why would I go and root for them? And now I don't cover them anymore. But now, like, I consider myself a Bruins fan again. It's the weirdest thing, which, like, normally after covering a team, you're supposed to hate them because you kind of have seen seen all the wars. How the sausage is made. Totally. And honestly, I'm kind of the opposite. Like, I don't, I I mean. I mean, I think that it goes one way or the other. Like, you see how the sausage is made and you don't like them so much. Or you're behind the scenes and you like you like the guys so much that like you 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 can't help but root for them and i think that that's happened in right. both scenarios so that's true like there's definitely people and i don't know, maybe everybody i don't think this is true but some people specifics i think the uh, you you could if you connect the dots one or two who i think that with like the bruins if you were to be like hey do you like dj bean they would say i'm glad you asked no. <laughs> and that, that it's a yes or no question. They'd say no. But like, I like thoroughly like, like I, a few weeks ago, we had to, we got to tape a, like a zoom thing with uh Tory Krug. And I haven't seen that guy in forever. I saw him once last year um, during the cup final, but I was like, so excited to do it. Cause I was like, I haven't spoken to this person in forever. And I really like this person. Yeah. Like this is, so I don't know that that's probably part of why. But I also think that it, like that probably affects your coverage. Like if you know that you're going to see a person the next day, you may not be willing to be as critical of them as you might want to be. Definitely. Definitely. And, like and, for me as a person who doesn't have to be in the room every day, I, I mean, like you can say whatever you want. Like I, like you can say I'm an asshole because I don't have to be in the room, but I can be as critical as I want to be without having to face that backlash. Oh, yeah. I, think that, I think that a lot of the times people are afraid to say what they want about a certain player or say what they want about a certain team because they have to be in that room. And like, if you want to say that I'm biased because I am a fan, you also have to say that that reporter is biased because they have to answer to the team. Right, right. That's uh, my, my, my buddy Adam Jones does that all the time. People will call in and they'll be like, Oh, I don't think you'd be saying this stuff if you uh, had to go uh, to see them the next day. And he would just always be like, "Don't you I don't want to do that? that? Like, don't don't, don't yeah. you want that from like an analyst? Don't you want somebody who is not afraid to have to answer to the team?" Yeah, I remember, uh, <laughs> like my first year covering the Bruins, I wrote that uh, it was just like it wasn't like a headline or anything, but it was just like a line. I think it was after they lost, uh, after they got shut out by the ducks on i want to say uh december was it 
it was December 20th, I, December 20th, I think, because it was two days before the December 23rd game they would always play. But they got shut up by the Ducks. Everyone was like, all right, fire Claude. This was the year they won the cup. Um, and I was just kind of writing about everything that was wrong with them. And one of the lines, one of the things I said was like, the Bruins traded a first round pick for Nathan Horton, obviously talented player, very high pick. But right now he just looks like a bad influence on Milan Lucic. And I remember thinking, like, this is so mean. Like, I don't like that I'm, like, this is what I think. You're bullying him. But I feel like, I I think that it's me. I truly think that, like, he's being a bad influence on Milan Lucic or whatever. But I don't know what that even meant. That, like, I don't know, like, that it it gave Milan Lucic, uh, like, inspiration to not score. It was probably a stupid take, whatever. But I was like, how am I going to? how am I going to walk in there and look him in the eye or whatever? And in reality, it's like, he's not reading WEI.com. Like Nathan Morton is not reading WEI.com. I mean, some guys do though. Like some guys read everything. And then, I mean, like that's probably, and that's why Dougie Hamilton does not have me blocked. Probably speaks more to them than it does to you. That's why I'm the only person Dougie Hamilton did not block. That's insane. He blocked blocked me. He blocked everybody. He blocked everybody. He blocked everyone that covered them. I bet he also, my guess, well, like be- I don't, un- I don't understand it because I had like probably the biggest personal meltdown of my life when they traded Dougie Hamilton. Like my life was like, and I didn't, I didn't love Dougie that much, oh, but wow. I was such in Dougie's corner to be yeah. like, you have to resign Dougie, resign Dougie, please resign Dougie. Like my life is hinging on you resigning Dougie. I, I know that this franchise is going to fall apart if you don't resign Dougie. Yeah. And they didn't resign him. And I don't think that any of my responses to that was like negative. My, all my responses to that was like, my life is ruined. I hate my life now. Like everything is falling apart and I got blocked by Dougie. So here's why maybe, um, because they, they traded him because he wanted he didn't want to sign, so that, that was yeah. so maybe he thought maybe he saw you re- reacting so negatively of oh my god Dougie Hamilton's not back this is what what the hell happened this is the worst and he's like I don't want to be around when this guy finds <laughs> out in two days why I'm not here quite possibly that was yeah I I mean I'm I'm still pro Dougie Hamilton same so I mean, he doesn't he throw a- big hits. He was a Norris awesome. finalist yes, for like the he, first half of this year. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm a Dougie guy, and whenever I, remember, I still remember, uh, like the defining Fluto column for me was when uh, was when Dougie got traded, and Fluto was like, "This is a disaster." Oh, Fluto's the best. Fluto was like, "You fucked up." <laughs> I remember my lead uh, from after they traded Dougie Hamilton. It was uh, maybe this will go. Maybe this might give you a hint as to people with the Bruins that might not be the biggest fan of me. Uh, when Don Sweeney first put on skates as a child in wherever he grew up, um, I, I, apologies, I forget. Um, he was not an NHL defenseman. Uh, like it took him years of skating, blah, blah, blah to hone his craft and blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's all to say. Right now, Don Sweeney isn't a good general manager. Like, doesn't, oh, no. like, doesn't know how to be a general manager. I phrased it better, but it was basically like it takes he time to get good at, at that fame. time. So at that far, time, he sucked. He's he a sucked. very bad general manager. At that time, that's a very good take because he sucked right then because he traded a third round pick for Zach Ronaldo in that same offseason. 
one of my favorite headlines, uh, Bruins trade third round Bruins trade for Zach Ronaldo seemingly on purpose. So maybe I, <laughs> maybe I was more of an asshole than I'm remembering. You were way it, worse. I mean, Zach I was Ronaldo. way worse for sure, but like all deserved, like none of it has aged poorly. That's a, oh, so someone last night, um, this is some real old school, like caring about what somebody tweets at you. Um, we said a while back, like I, I really don't see negative tweets anymore. Um, whether that's because of filters or whatever else, but like, I, I rarely see someone being like, Hey, you suck. I hate you or whatever. But I got a tweet from somebody that was like, Oh yeah. Pick the lightning because blah, blah, blah. Very like sarcastic. And, uh, like it's going to make it even sweeter when the Bruins win. And I want to respond and be like, people have picked the Bruins to win over the last 10 years. And all those people have been wrong or nine right. years, whatever it's been. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, uh, I, I feel like I, my audience has gotten or maybe tailored enough where like I can ignore the negative stuff. Um, and I appreciate the, the positive stuff, but also like I, I picked the, the lightning to get to the Stanley cup final this year. And I feel like I didn't get a ton of shit from, from Bruins fans or anything. They were just like, Hey, Thank you. Thank you for mushing the lightning. Thank yeah. you for getting the Bruins the next round. Please pick against the Bruins. And I did. I was like, I, I but I also generally think that lightning are better. genuinely think that the lightning are better. And Bruins can still win. Lightning yeah. are better. Like the yeah. on paper, the lightning are better. Yeah. Um, Especially with our starting goaltender. I remembered the other day that this year, my take was that this was going to be the year the Leafs eliminate the Bruins mm-hmm. in the yeah, first same, round. Same, same here. I was, yep. I was very pro Leafs. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, they, 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 they seemingly they, built it. They defense. got Tyson Berry. Yeah. I thought that Tyson Berry would be the defenseman that they needed. It turns out hundred percent wrong. No, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it just wasn't, they were unreliable as ever, which is crazy. Yeah. This I, is thought, all- I mean, I thought that, I mean, I still think that Nazem Kadri wasn't as important as a lot of people made them, made him seem to be correct. Like Alex Kerfoot was really good. I, I still really think that he was a great addition to that trade, mm-hmm. not a throw in. He's a legit, legitimate player that you can insert in your lineup and not get a ton of like fall back. But Tyson Berry wasn't what they wanted him to be. Yeah. This is all to say, uh, I don't know if I've ever been so sports up in my life. Oh yeah, I mean, like I, we as a as a couple, yeah. as a podcast couple, have never been so sports up in our life. And I, I said that to you this week. I was like, "When did we get here? When do we?" Because I that's I right. What, yeah. What What do we bet on? Where like we bet on something, and we were like so fucking invested. And I was like, well, "How How did we get here?" Where we're disinvested in this oh, game that we don't care about. Got you. I think I, I was trying to get you into betting on uh, exact uh, margins of victory. Yeah. Where that's where like you're starting to get into. It. Yeah, that's that's when you you got a problem. Get a life. Although what uh, I did hit on one of those recently, but yeah, I, we also had a hilarious moment where going into. Uh, game six of six, yeah. Canucks and Blues, 
we so we we've been betting on this series the whole way and i think i think getting pretty much every game wrong Mm -hmm. so i was like do we even try we lost a big bet before that too because we uh it was the flyers canadians before that and that was the game that we bet on the exact outcome and we fucked it up we we bet on uh flyers to win by one flyers to win by oh no you bet on flyers to win by one two three and yeah Three I went, plus. I went one, two, and three plus. Yeah, and I and I went two, three, four because there was no three plus for me. And Big I decided, swings only. And I, and I decided that one wasn't worth it. And they ended up winning by one. Of fucking course they did. Of yeah. course they won by one. Uh, and then for the second game, uh, we decided to bet. And I said, "Well, I've lost pretty much fucking everything this entire round." So I'm going to go with the opposite of what I think. And I thought the Blues were going to force game seven. Yes. And so I said, let's bet on the Canucks. <laughs> we bet on the Canucks. The Canucks won. And then we decided to bet on game one of Stars, uh, Stars Avalanche. And you decided to take my advice for that for some reason. Yeah, that was. And, and I said, uh, I think that the Stars are a really good game one team. And I think that they can they can catch a, a really good a better team off guard in a game one, so bet on them to punch them in the mouth. So I took the Stars first period Stars money line, which was like plus one fifty or something like that, and they hit both. Amazing! Look at us! Look at us go! Amazing! Although I then lost, uh, I lost two bets today. Uh, I was very, yeah, I I, I had a, a bad a bad day today. But whether it's betting, watching, whatever, all I do and all I care about now is watching sports. And I've been yeah. like that at parts of my life. And obviously, our jobs would should you should hope that we but uh, even with our jobs. Like sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's the worst part of your life. Like sometimes you just don't care. And sometimes you're like, I'm watching the games that are relevant to me. You know. But like today, you bet your bippy. I had to see every drop of that second half between the Clippers and Mavericks. And, oh, my God, am I happy I did. I had tears in my eyes when Luka hit that three. I don't know why. I like Luka a lot, but tears in my eyes. Like, I don't know, four years ago, I didn't know how to cry. And yeah. now I'm, I'm tearing up over. Yeah, I mean, when Ovechkin won the cup, I, I cried my fucking eyes out. And I don't know. I, I, I can't tell you why. And... It's it's such a weird feeling to be like I do, I really like have no personal investment in this team or this or this like person, but when you watch like the shit that gathers around a oh, certain yeah. storyline and you see that break, it feels so good. Like oh, yeah, the, like the Ovechkin Stanley Cup win was almost almost as good as watching the Bruins win themselves. Yeah, how would you? Uh- this will be weird if the Bruins do win this year. This would be super weird because it would, then it would hurt we're a get lot. Shit over Tuca. Yeah, it would hurt a lot because yeah. like watching Halak win the Stanley Cup with the Bruins would only make people hate Tuca more. Yeah, and like obviously I'm not going to be mad about the Bruins winning the cup, but I just I like I think that watching Tuca win with the Bruins would be the best feeling that I've ever had in my life. So to yeah. watch that not happen would That's fair. sting so much. 
That's fair. And let me tell you, people would be relentless. Yeah, yeah. It would mean it would take all the wins out of my sails. I almost like, do, wonder do the if they, they have to throw Vladar in one of these games and he's so good and then he takes over. Would it for some reason soften the right, blow so, up? Like, that, then you could so be that's like, the thing. Well, it's Vladar like, I came out of nowhere. You, right, no one yeah. could have ever and saw that. The thing that sucks is like, I don't want to root against Halak. I don't want to root against Vladar. I don't want to root against anybody. Like, I don't want to root against anybody that gives the yeah, I like success. Halak, I, I, yeah, I like Halak. I like the Bruins. I like watching the Bruins win. But I love Tuca and I fucking, I just want him to get the credit that I think that he's due. And so to see him kind of get robbed of that while the Bruins have success would be such a bittersweet thing for me. Yeah. Nick Ritchie, Con Smythe. No. Get the good fuck out of here. That's why I texted you today. I saw Nick Ritchie's in the lineup, texted you, and it was like, yeah. Lightning? <laughs> mm. I mean, yeah. That's a, so that, that's another thing. Like I, how do you put it? I back feel in the bad. I feel bad every time I talk about Nick Ritchie because it's it's not nice when the only thing you're saying about somebody is I think they're bad at their profession. Like that's but when they are bad at their profession and they keep putting them in the lineup, what are you supposed to do? Exactly. That's why I always turn it into I'm more mad at Don's. Like I'm mad at Don Sweeney because I always have to point out that Nick. Yeah, Ritchie you got you got to make it. Good. You got to make it not mean towards Nick Ritchie. You have to make it mean towards towards Don Sweeney. The people who put in them the in that, like people, uh, Nick Ritchie is not forcing himself into the lineup. Don exactly. Sweeney is forcing Nick Ritchie into the lineup. And I used to, I used to say all the time, like Martin Lapointe didn't go up to the Bruins and say, you better give me this money. Yeah. Jeremy right. Jacobs was like, Hey, for once let's sign somebody. Uh, how about Martin Lapointe? And I don't know. They were like, Oh, there's like, there's other free agents and stuff. Maybe we could spend this money on. And he, like, he got over, he got more money than his play was worth, but what what's he gonna say no? Yeah, right. Same thing with Bacchus. I, that's why David I Bacchus love... gonna say no. Yeah, that's why yeah. David Bacchus played his ass off. He just wasn't good. Yeah. Shout out David Bacchus. Shout out um shout out Martin Lapointe. You know? Like uh, another uh another really good guy who just got flack for something that somebody else did. Still not really watching too much baseball, though, I'll admit. No, fuck baseball. Absolutely not. Not this year. We should add unwritten rules to baseball because Don't unwritten rules <laughs> are hot in the street. We should add some unwritten rules. Be like, Absolutely. oh, such and such happened violating this unwritten rule. Uh, I'm down. My coworker, John Tomasi, made like the greatest point I've ever heard and greatest commentary on baseball, which is, have you ever noticed <laughs> that all of the unwritten rules in baseball are seemingly written by pitchers? Yeah, like pretty all much. Of the rules yeah. are like, don't do this because it could make the pitcher. Yeah, mad. it could make the pitcher mad. Yeah, it, it, it could upset the pitcher. Okay, all right. Cool. Like watch. pitchers are babies. Yeah, pitchers are out there to get embarrassed. Chris Gasper said this. Like you watch any other baseball league, like Korea, Japan, yeah. anywhere. Like and they like do all sorts primary, of fun shit. Their primary purpose is to embarrass the pitcher. Yeah. And the pitchers are like, well, I deserved it because I sucked. One of my favorite sports moments was actually from a pitcher, Derek Lowe, striking out Terrence Oh, my Long, God. And the, the dugout to suck the, And he his threw a dick. suck it right <laughs> in his face. Not only are you out, not only are you done, you but are to suck, suck it. this dick. Yeah. You are to suck Unbelievable. It. What a great sport. And, and remember, nobody tried to kill him. It was crazy. Right. 
Right. Maybe maybe it's just because he was a pitcher. <laughs> maybe it's just because he was like, I don't care about your unwritten rules. SSD. Yeah. What if it's it. What if that's not on? What if that is okay? That pitchers are allowed to. Well, <laughs> really, they are. Now we're talking. They are. They just don't do it. They do like they'll they'll strike out a guy and they'll like scream as they're going off. That they'll do this with their. Yeah, like, but they're not of, bold enough. They have to be so bold to be like s s my d. They should. They should. They should be like they strike out a, a guy. They should be like yeah yeah yeah. Throw, throw a ball back at me. I'm gonna throw it at him. Yeah. <laughs> Give me, give me the ball back. I'm gonna whip it. I'm gonna whip it at his leg as he's walking away, right in the fat. Like I'm gonna just drill him in the ass. It's gonna be. It's not gonna injure him, but I'm gonna embarrass slight this bruise. Guy. Right, slight bruise. Uh, you want to read this ad? It's in. I threw it in the chat. I gotta pee sure. real quick. Ooh, so this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is a uh, cool service that if you need someone to talk to. If anything is on your mind, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about therapy. I'm talking about talking through stuff. I'm talking about what I call breaking a sweat. I don't think I made that up, but I always liken it to breaking a sweat where it's just a healthy thing to do. So if anything's on your mind and you need someone to talk to, which really I'm not trying to force my beliefs on anybody. We all need someone to talk to. So if you want to take care of of that and you want to talk to someone better help, I think is a great solution. It'll assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment, very convenient. And really once you decide that better help is for you, you're off and running. You start communicating in under 24 hours, professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor anytime. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling Financial aid is also available, and this service works worldwide, and whether it's depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, self-esteem, grief, anything, you you are covered with better help. Anything you share there is, of course, confidential. It's convenient, it's professional, it's affordable, and you can check out their website where there's a lot of testimonials speaking to the, the good job that they do. So as a listener... You'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash brunch. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash brunch. Tell you, on on the subject of doing things to make yourself feel better, Mm -hmm. the other day, I cleaned my car. And I'm not talking about the outside. I am talking about, I detailed that that beast i cleaned it top to bottom and when i say top to bottom i mean only the front because i don't think people like my back seat is clean unless i put like jackets there or something i don't need to clean that shit so cleaned the hell out of my car and spent good amount of time on it probably like three four hours total then after i cleaned the tires Worked. I went to AutoZone, picked up some stuff, did some vacuuming. Really, did stuff to to make the 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 gal feel new. And I don't feel different at all. It didn't make a <laughs> single change in my life. I mean, at this point in time, I don't think that that cleaning my car or making my car more presentable would feel better for me because I've I've been in my car so so few times over the past couple of months that like I don't even know if I remember how to drive. Yeah. 
the car was kind of the last uh the car was kind of the last thing for me to fully clean like i've multiple times during this pandemic i guess only really twice but um i'll clean everything in my apartment top to bottom like i'm talking like bathroom fan everything and then just let stuff get a little cluttered let stuff get a little messy so i'll have something to do something to to work on again and i could stand to uh to clean up a bit again but the car was like the last thing to touch and now i've just got uh nothing and the car the car didn't even make me feel much better it just like there's there's fewer fingernails in my car now. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I mean, like I've I've definitely gotten like the desk clean makes me feel much better personally. I don't. I doing laundry makes me feel a little bit better personally. Yeah, but, like, the car I don't interact with it enough that I think it would make a difference. I don't. Uh, I don't have a desk. That's crazy. That's yeah, crazy to me. I don't. I. Yeah, I uh, just go in the kitchen. I do my my writing there. You just yeah, sit I, on like the island or whatever it is. Yeah, sit it's, on the island. That's such so bad for your back. How do you how do you survive that, dude? My back is my back is never gonna be a thing. Like I've so just given I, up on I that. got I got a new mattress. My mattress right now is awful. Like I sink towards the middle. Ooh. It's, it's just so it's so bad. I got a new bed. I got a new mattress. I'm very excited about it. I wake up in the, like the most excruciating pain. Really? My mattress. Yeah. It's awful. That's terrible. I even, El- even Ellen does too. And Ellen has like no back pain whatsoever with her own mattress. She sleeps over and she's like, I fucking hate your mattress. I saw you. Uh, you are getting a new mattress. What size are you getting? Queen. Just a queen. Queen shit. Nice. Yeah. Queen shit. You know it. I- I'm going to start saying that. How about that? Queen shit. Queen shit. Not, yeah, why well, not quite as impactful as as king shit? I, I imagine. Uh, excuse me. Well, it's not sexist. It's just you're king, saying bedwise. Bedwise, a king is bigger than than a queen. Right, but a queen allows more space for activities, just not on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Fair enough. It's not a bad point. Yeah, I got kind of a trash bed myself. It's relatively new, but I think I could have gotten better. And I didn't. Well, I, uh, why? What's that? Why? Because I want like, to spend less money. <laughs> but like a bed is not something that you want to cheap on. That is so true. I, yeah, I don't think I like cheaped out on it per se. But like, uh, I'm down for a bargain in a yeah. lot of different places. But if it's a place where you're gonna, if it's a place where you're gonna interact or like experience on a, a daily basis, I'm. M- always willing to pay more money to have a better experience. As Liz Lemon once said, come on, guys, I eat in there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You how, do you how often do you eat in your bed? Not once in my life. Really? Not once in my life. Maybe uh, maybe during the demic, actually, I may have done... Um, this doesn't even count. Uh, it doesn't count if it's not like, like a messy eat. Right, so I was going to say, like I was like pumping Lifesavers a lot oh, no it doesn't count doesn't count but i did i know i, I zero percent some, of, a, of a mess with the light like like lifesavers i brought some uh, peanut m&ms into the bed uh that still doesn't count like maybe three weeks into the pandemic that still doesn't really count because unless you lose one unless you yeah. lose an m&m and i am not mess. i am 
I care way too much. You're right. <laughs> I'm You're not key, you have a GPS on every M&M in that bag. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I can't do food in the bed. No. So that's exactly the same way that I am, but I think that's going to be a struggle. Ooh, Queens. Once, once the, uh, once the, once queen? the situation happens because somebody likes to eat in bed. That's crazy. And said that, and said that she's not giving that up. That's insane. I hate it. I hate it. There's nothing that feels worse than sleeping in crumbs. Yeah. And not to it's be disgusting. We- not to, I, I get very weird about um, if someone's like, if someone, I don't know, just like talking about someone's eating habits, I think can be a, uh, a dicey area. Like I was somewhere recently and it was outdoors. There was food and I was eating one thing and someone was like, how come you aren't eating this? And I get so weird about that. If someone ever says like, why aren't you eating this? Or, hey, why aren't you drinking today? Or any stuff like that. I, I'll i usually just kind of answer it. But if I know you well enough, I'll be like, hey, uh, I don't know why. That makes me really uncomfortable when, when you do that. So uh, don't do that. Uh, but I will do that now and say like, if, if someone eats in bed, I would think like they eat everywhere. Like the bed should be like the last place right. to, to eat. Yeah. It's the last place that I want to eat because I know that I'm going to be staying there. Right. Like I'm sleeping in a prone position in that bed. Yeah. I eat like crazy and I would never think to eat in bed. Maybe I, that's so weird. So I, I eat a lot. I also spend a lot of time in bed. I've been working on that. Like not being in bed during the day. I do. I have a, I, I sometimes like hang out in bed and that is some obvious depression shit, but like, don't I, I hang out and what I'm saying is it's weird that I eat a lot and that I hang out in bed and somehow I don't eat in bed. You would think that at some point those two would have gotten together. Would cross over with yeah. John Oliver or whatever the fuck that shit is. What's that? Crossing over with John something. Oh. I, I forget what the, the guy who hosts that show is. It's not John Oliver. I know that. It's not John Oliver. Do you like John Oliver? Yeah. I, I don't like him as much as everybody else, but I like him. I mean, I think that like in the term, in like the People sense freak of, out. In the I, sense I, of like I, I, late I, night. Yeah. I'm not like crossing over anything. With, I'm just saying like I don't prefer John Edward. Crossing over with John Edward is the program. Uh, John Edward. But I mean, from what one, from what we've all been learning about late uh, like talk show hosts, John Oliver, I think, is the least problematic. Yes. Do you think that's funny that people say like we stand an unproblematic whatever? You know that that happened. Like people would say that to like Jenna Marbles and everything. And she would say, like, hey, what are you talking about? Like, I, 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 I don't think everything I've done is funny or whatever. And people would be like, you're so unproblematic. We love you. And she'd be like, no, like, I've, like, made mistakes that, like, I want to grow from. And then they, you don't remember that? No. I mean, like, I, I mean, I would never want to be known as, like, an unproblematic king or some shit like that. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it would be nice to be known as that. But I think that sets, like, a, a really 
high standard where like you can't you can't you've been known as the person that's never made a mistake or like you've been set as like this moral bar right well i don't want to be that i don't want to be that i haven't lived a perfect life that's in well yeah i I don't want to i don't want to be like the moral standard for all like these things yeah um do you know that uh there's a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie coming out in I, five I not, days. I did not know that. In five days? Five is it days. Animated? So it's called New Mutants. I saw it. Uh, that's on not Twitter. it. That's not, not a Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Okay. So I saw it trending on Twitter. It said it's coming out in five days. And I was like, all right, you know, maybe this will be what gets me to the theater. And I clicked on it. You can't call something, you can't have mutant in the name. N- Ninja Turtles doesn't be, own it, the name mutant. Like X Men is all about mutants. New Mutants true. is an X Men movie. New Mutants is a uh, uh, bonus track to 1989. <laughs> New Romantic Mutants. New Romantic Mutants. That'd be. Uh, did you know that? Did you know that New Did you know that New Mutants was an X Men movie? Um. That wait, what's that? New Mutants is an X Men movie. Oh no, I didn't. You didn't know that? I just clicked on it. I saw some kids, and I was like, "This, these aren't turtles." New X-Men. Mutants is an X Men movie, but it's like an X Men horror movie that's been in the making for like five years. Oh, maybe I'd be into that. So it's I'm into it because it's been such a delayed production. Like it has been such a mess where they they started it and they paused it and they like reshaped it and it's taken so fucking long to come out i'm always interested in those movies to see how much of a mess they are yeah do you um this is basically it's basically like an x-men horror movie do you i so i think i'd be more into that than i would be into an x-men absolutely you would absolutely um do you watch apple tv things no so I have Apple TV. I don't know. I, I bought the, the, the Midsommar extended cut was on there. So I got, so I did that. But there are shows. I know like Sarah Bareilles has a show that I'm not super excited to, to watch, but I should check it out because I love Sarah Bareilles. But uh, I saw there's a show called, um, for, first of all, Jason Sudeikis has a show that looks good. And then there's a show where Aya Cash plays a superhero. And I think this could be what gets me into superheroes. Interesting. Now, the only the only Apple I show that I know of the only show that I know of on Apple TV that I would be interesting in, interested in straight off like the top of my dome is Morning Show, right? With Steve Carell. I never watched that show. Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve Carell's in that. Really? Yeah. I thought it was uh, Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell. Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, and Steve Carell. Steve Carell too. Steve Carell's like the problematic guy that causes all the problems. Oh damn, we don't stand a problematic guy. Um, <clears throat> the only thing I know about that show, other than apparently two of the three leads, is that they play one of my favorite Ween songs in that Ooh. show. And the Ween subreddit was like, "Yo, they." I don't know if you guys watch this Apple TV show, but they played. If you could save yourself, you'd save us all. Which, if you guys don't know that song, I'm going to say that again like it's an ad read. That's, if you could save yourself, you'd save us all. 
if you could save yourself, you'd save us all. It is one of it's it'll make you weep. It's a rare, serious, beautiful ween song that honestly I've had that I've like if I've been blue and then like I hear that song or something, if I'm like in a bad space, that will it gives you some real like why can't I just feel better sort of vibes and it's the the greatest thing in the world. But yeah, should we go down? Should we check out Apple TV? I mean, it's not like we're going to go to the movies. We have until December to cancel our AMC A list. And I think I'm, uh, let me tell you, I think I'm going to, I'm going to run down the clock. Yeah. I'm going to see where I'm at in December. Like what my, what my position is on that. Like, I don't need to say, you think I need to see Tenet so badly that I'm going to, I do go to the, see Tenet so bad, though. But. So bad? I don't think. Not that I would I'm, see it at a drive-in or something, but like, fuck. Are they going to do that? I mean, drive-ins I are happening. I know. I want to see like Tenet only, really bad. Yeah. I, the drive-in I, would be weird because I want to go to the movies by myself, so I'd be going to a drive-in I, by myself. Who cares? I'd go to a drive-in. We'd go to a drive-in together. Why not? That'd be awesome. That would be cool. I got a clean car. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You did it. You did it, man. You cleaned it out. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on the fence. Yeah, but I, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I miss movies, but I'm not rushing to get back to movies. Same. It is weird that that kind of hasn't existed in my life. Even like, I haven't rented. I I haven't watched any movies at home. I took my TV out of the uh, the bedroom because I watch so much sports that I always have two games going, which mm-hmm. that's that you've been doing that for years. TCL doubles. Yeah, I've just been doubling TCL. Actually, I left my TV out today. I took the TV outside to watch the Celtics and watched the first half. It was nice. Then I came in uh, to try to work on the, uh, the art thing and... Um, then I started watching the second half inside and I was like, Hmm, I hear rain. It seems like it's begun to rain. I'm going to go outside and grab the TV. And even in the time it took for me to get up from my couch, to go to my door, which is, I don't know, like 30 feet, most less than that. It was pouring by the time (laughs) I got outside and the TV was just like running. It was on just getting smoked by rain. And everything, all these things were plugged in and everything. And I was like, I do not know enough about anything to know <laughs> if I am about to get electrocuted. If I'm going so, to die. Yeah. So I just didn't. I just walked up to it. I unplugged it. And the TV was still running and everything. But I, I unplugged it. Didn't get electrocuted. I just threw a blanket on top of everything. And I was like, I'm dealing with this shit later. <laughs> and then by the time I got inside, I walked up my stairs, went inside. It had stopped raining. So left it out there for a little bit. The TV's inside now, but... Who knows? This is not unbelievable. So if it does not work, that is not a reflection on TCL. I wonder if TCLs might even be waterproof. They are so good. So TCL, if you're listening, maybe we'll even say that sort of stuff about you. This could be us, but for now, you still playing. 